Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. Hey there, friend. Do you ever find yourself or the children in your life saying these words? I don't like that when it comes to certain foods. Jared and I meet so many people, young and old, who use this phrase. Saying I don't like that often begins in childhood. And the sad thing is that saying these same words over and over again can actually convince you that you don't enjoy a food you actually could enjoy. So in this episode, we'll discuss why you and the young ones in your life may feel this way about certain foods and what you can do instead to help you naturally expand food choices, get more nutrients, and set yourself and those you love up for a healthy future. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hey sister, welcome to the Power on Plants podcast. Are you tired of staring into the fridge wondering what to eat so you can just feel better? Do you want to avoid spending hours in the kitchen making complicated meals in the name of health? Would you love to leave fatigue behind and finally have the energy to do all the things you want to do? Hi, we're Jared and Anita Roussel, Christ followers, healthcare professionals, parents of four, and big fans of great tasting food. We too tried exercising more, eating natural and clean foods, but we still found ourselves struggling with what we thought were changes that come with age or bad genes. And we weren't finding answers the traditional route, so we dug into the research and created our secret nutritional weapon, sustainable plant-based living. The truth is you can eat more whole plant foods and it's not hard. You just need the way that's realistic and delicious so you never feel deprived. If you're ready to enjoy your meals, no longer be held back by your health struggles and actively live your life, then you're in the right place. So grab your favorite plant-based cup of happy, pop in those earbuds, and let's get started. Hey there, sunshine. Do you know what we're doing today? We're doing what Jared loves to call replacing stinking thinking. He's just smiling. I thought he'd laugh. Replacing oh, stinking thinking. Well, it I, is I wasn't funny. Expecting that. <laughs> and don't I always do that to you stinkin every thinkin'. single time? Let it go. Oh, the stinking thinking. Yeah, you gotta let the stinking thinking go. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And should have gone Elsa there for a moment though. <laughs> let it go. You gonna sing for us? <laughs> Diz style? I don't know. Probably not this episode. Yeah, we're not big Diz fans, believe it or no, not. No, we're not Disney fans, but no. it seemed appropriate. Let it go. Let the stinking <laughs> thinking go. It does. It is appropriate. It perfectly aligns with what we're talking today because we're talking about how to move beyond the mindsets that hold you back. If you're trying to get healthy, if you want to full on live your life, reversing the health conditions that are keeping you stuck, it can be done. 
And sometimes the very first step, sometimes the later step, wherever you are in your journey, is getting your thinking right, your thoughts right, because those thoughts come out in words, and the words then in turn solidify the thoughts. Think about that for a minute. Thoughts govern your actions. Right. And those nutrients in the food are going to do you absolutely no good until you take that bite and swallow it down. And so your mission for today, if you should choose to accept it, is... (laughs) (laughs) No longer saying, I don't like that. And encouraging your children not to say it either. And that could be any children in your life, not just your children. Maybe your children are grown. Maybe you have grandchildren. Maybe you're an auntie, okay? Or just... A friend who has a neighbor's child who comes over and spends time with them while they're working in their yard. You have so much power in the lives of the children around you. They look up to you and you can plant seeds in this time when they are the most able to be molded. Look, we're molding future generations here. So you don't want to allow your children to go around saying, I don't like that. When it comes to food, particularly healthy foods. And you don't want to be saying it either and modeling that for those around you. It can affect your own health as well in big ways. Today, we are going to talk about the top seven reasons why you may think you don't like something. Why do you think you don't like it? And then we're going to talk about what you need to be saying instead. So the first thing is you want to ask yourself, How many times have I tried it? And these are all things. Think about this. If you have children in your life, these are things you can talk with them about as well. And we're going to recap it at the end so you can think about how would I bring this over to my family, to my friends, to their little ones? How many times have you tried it? Perhaps you've never tried it before at all. Jared and I were discussing this podcast episode, and he brought up the fact that a lot of times people say, I don't like that about something they've never even tried, or maybe they're 40 years old and they haven't tried it since they were a kid. They've just always told themselves, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that in their mind, even if they don't say it out loud. And so they just think they don't like it and they've never even tried it. And you may be asking yourself, why on earth would I say I don't like this if I've never tried it? Well, maybe you've heard somebody else say they don't like it. And you have already formulated an opinion based upon what someone else has said. But this was maybe so long ago that you don't recall that, but at some point in time, that that thought got planted. Yeah, the seed. And now that seed of that thought got planted, and mm-hmm. now you think, asparagus, I don't like it. And another thing Jared brought up was perhaps you have things that you like already, and you don't want to branch out and try anything new because you have those old things, and you're set in your ways. And you're, just, you're comfortable with it. So anything that's a change, it's like, nah, I don't like it. But think of all the things you could be missing. That's what I want you to really consider here in the categories of the five power foods that we always talk about. Fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, seeds, and legumes. Real nutrients that your body is waiting for, that it's craving, that it needs so it can heal, so it can reverse disease and empower you to do all those things you're just waiting to feel like doing. And not to mention that there are incredible new favorites that are just waiting for you to discover them. Point number two is, I want you to think about, was it prepped in the same way or by the same person every time you tried it? Listen, I want you to think about, let's just talk about the same prep method first. Let's take an example here. Let's say Aunt Bertha steams her broccoli and kills it every time, literally. I'm talking it's so soft when you try to eat it. 
it mushes straight off the fork and falls back onto your plate. And on the other hand, let's say Ananita made it for you. It might be a bit brighter green, really bright and pretty and a little firmer and have some tasty seasoning on it too. Okay, I gave Anita the additional advantage of seasoning, but you get the point here. She used the same cooking method steaming, but still got a different result being a different person who utilized the cooking method in a different way. So the result was different. It didn't even taste the same, but it was even the same cooking method. And a perfect example for that to add on to the seasoning would be the nacho cheese sauce that we use. We've put that on our broccoli before. So if you've got this plain broccoli that is just kilt, not killed, (laughs) kilt, (laughs) and it's mushy, and you think this looks like green mashed potatoes, that's going to be a very different culinary (laughs) experience altogether (laughs) than something that's lightly steamed. Still vibrant, has great flavor. You've got some seasoning. You've even got our our plant-based nacho cheese sauce on it. It, Completely different. We're totally not Southern. Not one bit at all. Kilt. (laughs) Half kilt. We could have said half kilt, but I think hers was whole kilt. In this example, hers is whole kilt. Whole kilt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But let's just, maybe you're sitting there saying, seriously, I do not like steamed broccoli. Okay, maybe you don't currently love steamed broccoli either way. Either way, we've described it. Well, then. You might very well enjoy it cooked using a different cooking method, like in an Asian stir fry with an amazing sauce. Like Jared talked about sauces. You got to become a sauce boss. You know, we've talked about this. Or maybe you'd like it baked and topped with a lemon zest and Italian seasoning and a plant-based Parmesan that is oh so delicious. The link for that is in the show notes. Or perhaps you would love it in a cheesy broccoli chowder. I'm currently working on writing a recipe for that. That's a little insider secret. But I can tell you, it is super tasty. Let's just say the families love testing that one out. You know, they're my taster testers. Jared is the official taster tester in the family. Yes, I get first dibs. He's real upset about it, too. He's got this little sly grin going on over there. I get first dibs. Being a daddy has his privileges. (laughs) This is true. All these examples are the same vegetable, right? We're just talking about broccoli, but very different preparation methods. Now, let's talk about question number three. Did you perhaps just meet a couple of bad recipes? Now, some recipes just taste gross. Let's be real. I bet you'd agree. And I know that my friend Jenny, one of our podcast listeners, agrees wholeheartedly with us on this one. She recently joined Power on Plants Society, our membership. And before she joined, she emailed me and said, I have definitely had some nasty food. A little about me. I've been on and off vegan for the past eight-ish years and found here and there recipes I enjoyed, but I also found a lot of nasty and time-consuming recipes. I not only have been enjoying yours, but the time and the method of food prep is simple. Not only are these delicious, but I've had so many bad run-in with carb-based recipes, and I was shocked to see yours not only tasted great, but had a wonderful consistency, very soft and moist. I don't know how many baked goods you've tried that were vegan, healthy, plant-based, or quote, healthy, but 
it's a hard thing to find something like a pancake that you can actually call a cloud cake and mean it. Like it's light and fluffy. I about cried trying to find a pancake that worked for me. I know I'm getting a little off topic here, but this kind of lights me up just a little bit. Like the food has got to taste good. It's got to work for you. And there's just some nasty recipes out there. And the food has to match its title. You can't call it a cloud cake and it feel like cement and chew like cardboard. Yeah, it It doesn't matter what you call it. Yeah, it feels like a brick cake or something like that. I don't know. It's it's not a pretty thing, though. So there are some nasty recipes. This is what I want you to just know. It is reality. And I don't want you to be saying to yourself or have the children in your life be saying to themselves, I don't like that because you just had a run in with a bad recipe or two. It'd be a shame if that kept you from the things that your body actually needs, things that you're actually going to love when you can try them the right way. The next question you want to ask yourself when you just feel like you don't like something is, did you try all the types? Because this is a real consideration. Let's say you, quote, don't like blueberries. But consider this. There are tame ones and there are wild ones. That's right. There can be a lot of variety even among the same type of plant food, various kinds of the same plant. Have you tried them all? I don't like beans, you say. Have you tried them all? You've got to ask yourself, have I tried all the types? I'm going to say probably not. Probably not. Because there are a lot of different types. Beyond just the dozen that you see on your typical supermarket shelf. I mean, there are so many. It can actually blow your mind. It's pretty amazing, the variety within the plant food world. It's a lot more than just steak or just chicken. I'm just saying. It's a lot more. You have a lot more choices here and a lot more flavors to explore. Question number five, have you tried it raw and cooked? Take oatmeal, for example, even the same style of the same grain, like rolled oats. You can eat them raw or you can eat them cooked. And they're very different experiences, two completely different experiences. You can eat them raw right away or you can let them eat them raw sitting, over, sitting I, overnight. I was just right? thinking that very same thing is because if you leave it in the refrigerator overnight, it becomes much softer. More like a different. Well, yes, but still, still to different. Me anyway, seems a different consistency than mm-hmm. a cooked oat. So it's still soft, but it's just different. I don't know. You just have to experiment. Try. Try them all. Right. So don't <laughs> say, I see. don't like it. Say, have I tried all the different ways to prepare it, including raw and cooked? Number six, ask yourself, was the one I tried canned rather than fresh or frozen? Now, we've had an experience with a couple of casseroles and our kids trying these casseroles and they've never had canned green beans and things like that before. And I remember a couple of times we had casseroles with canned green beans and the kids are picking the green beans up going, what are these? They taste horrible because they're used to eating fresh, real good green beans or even fresh frozen, which are a far cry from canned green beans. Canned green beans just have this flavor. I don't know what it is, but they don't even taste like green beans. It is so bizarre. But maybe you prefer the canned ones. You're still going to get some of the nutrients, right? Or maybe you've just found a better quality canned one than what we've gotten in the past. This is true, too. That's possible. I've tried several canned ones growing up, though, and I really haven't met one I like, but I'm not going to say I don't like them. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. He's looking at me with those eyes. I feel, what, I'm feeling judged. What eyes? No. <laughs> no judgment here. No, no judgment here. But it really is important to think about, is it canned or was it fresh or frozen? Because those three things are completely different, and you can get a completely different result with, with the exact same recipe. 
but you have a different starting point. A completely different starting Because with the can, point. many times, well, it's going to be cooked, right. but maybe they cooked it too much, or maybe they've put too much salt or a different seasoning or something. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different variables in there, so yes. And question seven is perhaps it was not fresh or in season. Now, let's talk about peaches here. Okay, eat a peach in off-season in your area and then go and buy yourself a peach. And I'm not even talking about different varieties or any of those other things we're talking about. The same peach. Buy it at a totally different time when it's off-season in your area. Like when it's maybe flown from another hemisphere. Right. Pick three weeks before it would even be ripe sitting on the tree, Mm -hmm. flown to you, Mm -hmm. and then now you're trying it. Uh, Nope. And then refrigerated. Then refrigerated. Well, yes. Let's talk about that. That's true. Yeah, because refrigeration changes things. It really, really does. And sometimes they look nice, and then you bite into it, and it's just not quite the same. It's disappointing. You don't like it, right? You don't like it. I mean, that's the reality of it. And maybe sometimes you don't like it because it's just not fresh. It's not in season. Because when they are in season and they're picked fresh, I mean, the juice is running down your arm. There's nothing like the flavor. It's It's just absolutely amazing. But it's got a very uh, strong... Just it tastes like summer. It tastes like a peach. Yeah, like summer. That's a great yeah. way to put it. It's the flavor of summer. I think about Madeline when it, our daughter, whenever she was little, and we would serve cantaloupe, she would say, "Mommy, juicy, juicy." She called it juicy because when we ate it in the summer, it was so juicy, and she would just beg for it. I'm telling you, we call fruit God's candy around here. When you get it in the right season, it will blow your mind. Like eat a pomegranate in the fall if you're in our area. We're in the southern United States. You get a pomegranate here in the fall, it's Amazing. Now, I know it's probably not grown right next door. It probably is still shipped here, but it's got to be more in season in the yeah, places they're shipping it from. In the fall. Yeah, because it is amazing. And do not miss out on pomegranate. If you've never tried it, you don't know how to prepare it, ask. We're about to have a free group. It's a great place to ask stuff like that. What do I do with that? What's the easiest way you found to make it? And all the group members can chime in, right? Get ready. Because we're about to open up a free group that's going to be so much fun, and we can't wait to get to know each and every one of you. But this is that last question you want to ask. Was it fresh or in season when you tried it? So start expanding your little one's minds. Now you've thought more about yourself maybe going through this. So I want you to think as we recap this, think about the little ones in your life to get the best variety of nutrients and avoid missing out on some of your potential new favorite plant-based foods that are waiting to be discovered. Do your best to avoid saying, I don't like, and teach the children in your life to do the same. Instead, encourage them to say, how can I enjoy it? Or how might I enjoy it? And then brainstorm the ways. That is key, okay? Did you hear me? I want you to start changing what you're saying. Jared and I are always about do not take out one thing without putting something back in its place. That goes with the food. It also goes with the thought. You're to get rid of the thoughts that are holding you back, but you want to replace them with the thoughts that are going to cause you to thrive in your life. So we're replacing, I don't like that with how could I like that? How might I like that thing? Whatever it is. How, so instead of, I don't like blueberries. Or having your kids walk around and say all the time, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like blueberries. Then encourage them to say, how might I enjoy blueberries? How might I like blueberries? 
So the first point is be sure they try it several times, not just once. And make sure different people are preparing it for them. And make it a point to try it prepared in a variety of ways and try tested recipes that others actually love. Listen, sister, look at those reviews. They're really important. We have a whole list of reviews on our podcast. We have reviews on our cookbook site. You need to look at what people are saying about the recipes you're going to try if you want to like them. That way, nasty recipes won't keep you from a new favorite that you could have been missing out on all along. Next, taste different varieties of the same food and encourage the children in your life to do the same. Try raw as well as cooked. Test it out when it's actually in season in your area. And don't just try the canned variety, but try fresh and frozen as well. Starting this week, we want you to make it your goal to intentionally work on not saying that you don't like a certain healthy food, but instead start asking, how could I enjoy it? How might I enjoy it? and brainstorm the ways. Because the truth is, your new favorites are there just waiting to be discovered. And after you've helped yourself and your children change your thoughts and your words, I bet you want to know how to help them start changing their actions and actually trying more new foods. Maybe you're thinking, Anita, yeah, this sounds all great, but how am I actually going to get them to taste the thing? Then you're going to want to join us in the next episode where we'll be giving you some great ideas to help the children in your life start trying more of the five power foods, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, seeds, and legumes. Sister, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you think, you know, Jared and Anita give so much to me week after week, and this is really helping me change my life, and you think, I just wish there was something I could do to help them out, there is. We would love it if you would just take a few seconds out of your day and leave us a review. It would mean the world to us, and it's going to help more women like you who are out there looking and praying for answers for their own health struggles to find the show and to eventually meet you as well. We love building this community together, and we're excited that you can be a part of it, too. So go right now on your favorite podcast listening app and leave a review. We can't wait to hear from you, and we look forward to seeing you next time on Power On Plans.